T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 13-1. and 13-1. People need to understand what an incredible record that is. Now, sometimes just yes. throw it out there. What's that record? 13-1. and 13-1 yeah. is remarkable. Love it, man. Josh is full of the passion yesterday. Post game on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Chris will join us coming up in two days on Wednesday, as he is every 1245 on Wednesday on our show. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie. Birds win again. It was a different kind of win, but they get the W. More of the gritty, grinded out type. And good to see them check that box of that type of win. One uh, loss, though, I'll say the Eagles suffered yesterday. And it didn't even dawn on me until the afternoon. I thought, oh, something that I thought could happen now can't happen. So I, I had mentioned, you guys might remember a few weeks ago on the show, I said, yeah, maybe Hertz wins Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. Uh now there's just Messi guy. I think he's yeah. Gonna, I think he just took it. I think Messi. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year will be Messi. By the way, I guess Hertz could still win it the next year. The football player always gets jobbed in this situation because the football season is you know this is the 2022 football season. But you win the Super Bowl, you play in the playoffs in January, you win the Super Bowl in February. Like Hertz really can't win it until the end of 2023. And it requires that you've won a Super Bowl and had another masterful regular season. It's a hard award for the football player to win. Anyway, Messi obviously is going to take it. James, you were enthralled by that World Cup game yesterday. Yeah, honestly, it's one of the best sporting events I feel like I've ever watched. You know, it was it was drama, and it was exciting and thrilling, and there were goals, like I the know. best players in the world scoring goals and well, how about doing cool stuff. Dude, how about the save? Uh, at the end of regular, like the, the end of at extra the time. end of extra time. Was the greatest save I've ever seen. It was the greatest game I've ever seen. It the greatest save I've ever seen. It was just like, you know, I'm not the biggest soccer guy in the world, but but yep. that was that was special. That was sports at their best. I know, John. I got to ask you a question because I know you didn't make it a high priority, so you might not have seen this. But did you see John either live or later, or a photograph of the player from Argentina upon getting the award on stage? Yeah, the sexually graphic demonstration he did with the award. Yes, a lot was made about that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a photograph of it. I mean, John, John that is uh-huh. James. Wild stuff, man. You know? Wild Amy stuff. Amy from Villanova asked me, are they going to arrest him? Like, not even, <laughs> like, like, all right, you're in Qatar, you stay in Qatar, you ain't going anywhere. That was unbelievable. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. Josh is with us. Hi, Josh. Hey, uh, guys. Um, What was with Quez Watkins? It looks like, to me, he stopped. Every, I mean, it looked like he wasn't into it. I would have put Pasco out there. I, I think his, his mind wasn't there. He had, a, he, he had a bad. Quest, Quest had a bad game. Bad game. 
Bad yeah. game. I mean, he they were shoving it down this guy's throat. And I'm like, stop. You know what I mean? And I, I think the inexperience is going to catch up with us. I mean, an old school co- uh, coach would have said, we're going to run the ball. Even when uh, Jalen said, my head, he, I'm sure that, you know, trainers and, and you know, and Siani, would, would have, you know, somebody would have said, well, what's wrong with your hands? My hands are free. Let's run the ball. But they didn't do that. That that concerned me a little bit, Josh. I thought Sirianni did not have a good feel for the game in the first half. I thought it was, I thought it was one of the few times he seemed to exhibit some Andy Reid like. And I love Andy, but Andy, I'll give you a for instance when 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 Donovan got injured to start the O five season, and he's playing through the sports hernia, but it hasn't fully erupted yet. But he's clearly compromised. If you look at the month of April, April, what am I saying? I'm thinking baseball. If you look at the month of September, Andy had Donovan drop back to pass 80% of the time. Now think about it. I got Donovan in his prime. He's clearly got an injury. I got a great running back in Brian Westbrook. Why am I not helping Donovan? If I'm going to play him through the injury, let him hand it off a little bit more. It's less wear and tear on his body. It, to me, it's common sense, and, and, and Andy didn't do that. I thought Sirianni yesterday had an Andy Reid-like moment of not feeling the game for a while. It, it was hero ball. All I seen was hero ball. It was slants that could have been, you know, you take what the defense gives you, but it was a lot of hero ball. And I, and this is where experienced coaching come in at. And we, we're going to see this come. We're going to see this more than once coming with these last three games that these guys got to grow up really quickly. Yeah, you're and, a little too – well, I'll say this, Josh. He's, uh, Sirianni's allowed to make a mistake. I mean, on one hand, I'm criticizing him. But on the other hand, let's not go to, you know, Sirianni's got to grow up quickly. I mean, he's had a great season. John, you don't seem like you were frustrated with Sirianni's approach there. I don't I don't see the mistake. Look, you, you've, got a, you've got your bread and butter, you, the, the read option right. stuff. That's what we are, and and the reason that the that Sirianni and Steichen like it so much is because Jalen Hurts makes great decisions and always hits a defense where it's weakest, and and those plays go in, they're called. That's a run. I mean, he's calling runs, and yeah, there's a chance that Miles Sanders doesn't get the ball. Well, he's not calling a run. He's calling a. It could be a run or a pass. It could be a run. Yeah. It could be another run. But it could be In a pass. In some cases, it could be a pass, yeah, too. We don't awesome. know what the combination of, like, available factors are. A lot is given to Hurts. Hurts is allowed to – he's given the autonomy to make a lot of decisions. You know, and, and he, that's, makes and that, he makes the right one. And, and yesterday he was making the right decision by pulling the ball out of the back's gut because they were taking that away. So, so he pulls it and he keeps it, and they happen to do a nice job of – having linebackers, you know, run blitzing to take Jalen away also uh, to funnel him inside to the rest of that right. defense. But my point – my... that, That's smart defense by them. I agree. But my they point were... is you can just call a running play. You can actually just have a different type of play that's a traditional sure. running play. You can. And we did that too. And it didn't work very well. When they called just running plays, it, it was stopped. So – 
Nick Sirianni said after the game he liked Jalen on the ground. Like they came into yep. this game knowing that they could have success running with him and they felt like they could throw the ball. And that is absolutely that turned out to be true. That's the way that the Bears played us. That was the weakest access point. All right, let's talk to Sean in Sicklersville. Hi, Sean. How you doing, guys? Great, Sean. Uh, love listening to the show. Thank you. Yeah, I like the, you guys' perspective. It's, it's more of a, you know, on a fan-type level. Um, I will say the only concern I had yesterday really uh, was certain points in the play calling, you know, when you're getting a drive started, it's first and 10, and they were running some – like they ran like a quarterback uh, – I'm sorry, a jet sweep with uh, Kez Watkins yep. on first and 10. Yeah. You have running backs. Just run the ball with the running backs. Well, hold on. Just just know this, though, Sean. That to, That's a very successful play these days in the NFL. If you have Absolutely. the right, if you have the right guy, I think we all know the Eagles probably don't have the right guy in Quest to run it. I mean, teams like the Chiefs and the Rams have been running that play for about five years to tremendous success, and it just feels like the Eagles never have the dude to do that. Now, could you do it with AJ Brown? Sure, but I also think, first off, he's not the most purely fast receiver, and you do want a quick guy to you know, turn that corner before the you know, edge rusher can grab him. Second thing is you also want to be a little careful of A.J. Brown and not get him too banged up on a running back type play and, and see his shoulder driven into the ground. So it's uh, it's a good play to run, but I just don't think the Eagles have the best personnel to run it. Right. And uh, my, my other point I wanted to make was just, uh, well, about, uh, I guess Elliot mentioned the, uh, you know, taking the week off thing. I'm, yep. So this is like a dream scenario as an Eagle fan. You got, you know, any any friends you might have that like the Cowboys, it's like, all right, now this game means something. If we beat you guys, not only do we win the division, but now we got number one seed and a bye. So this is great incentive, you know, because oh, the Saints sure. might be playing for a playoff spot. The Giants might, you never know. They yeah. might have something to play for too. So you don't want to. You don't want to put up to chance. Plus, you never. But want to Dallas, take your foot Dallas is going to be the. Fi- but Sean, Dallas is going to be the five seed no matter what. Like Dallas is five, Tampa or the loser, or t- Tampa or the winner of that losing division's four. I mean, th- this is actually more clear cut than it almost ever is coming down the stretch. With still three games to go, you can you can just see what's going to happen. I mean, you just you know, it's what it is. Some combination of Washington and the Giants and the and the Lions are going to be the six and seven seeds. Two of those three are going to make it. San Francisco and Minnesota are going to battle it out for two and three, and the Eagles are going to be one. I mean, that's what it is. By the way, I have a question, John. The jet sweep idea was just referenced there, and I got I to ask the question for you and put you in a vice. It's not my style to put you in a vice, but I got to do it here. You've got to run a jet sweep. I'm going to give you three players. I want you to tell me which player you're giving the ball to. Your choices are Nelly Aguilar, Jalen Rager, no. Quez Watkins. Because those are the three guys they, in the last five years, give the ball to on a jet sweep. Yeah. Who, John, rank them. Nelly, Rigger, Equez. Well, I dislike all of them a lot in this James, capacity. James is a tough one, right? Oh, my God, yeah. These I mean, are the, I know what I would say, but I, I mean, Rigger's last. Rigger's absolutely last. There's no way around. Is it Aguilar one? Uh, uh, it's it, it's close. It's either Aguilar or Quez oh. one. It's probably. I mean, Aguilar was. Prob- I mean, yeah, but at least you know, one year he was all right. No, but even but that year he was never good at that play. Not that specific play, but he was better that year at that play. Because John, he would tiptoe, he would not hit it. Right. He would often be ushered out of bounds, like before the achieved desire, like the first down marker. Like, he would just be ushered out of bounds. That was the Aguilar special. Rager was pretty similar, and I don't know. I'm just saying, 
That's, Les doesn't give you much different. Would you give AJ or Devontae that ball, or is it too risky? You don't want them to take that hit. No, absolutely. I'd give those guys the, the, the yeah, or Pascal. Give Pascal the ball. Pascal's not the I, fastest, I him, though. I expect him to get north and south with it at least, rather than trying to yeah. string it out to the you know the whole way to the sideline and then <laughs> step out of bounds. Look, Quez yesterday, he caught a uh, like a little swing type route just. Stepped out of bounds. Yep. It, the two jet sweeps that were both the same and very ineffective. I, I'm, yeah, I'm very annoyed with his involvement in in this offense. And why is it that that it feels like it's always the same set of plays that go to Quest? Well, be, well, because maybe because when he tries to run a a route downfield, remember he's supposed to be the guy who stretches it. When he runs the route downfield, right. quits on the route. Jalen tries to throw it where he's supposed to be, and he doesn't get yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's inconsistency that cannot be accepted. Look, he's their weakest starter on offense. It is what it is. He and it, it doesn't mean he's horrendous, but he struggled yesterday, and he is their weak link. He's on dropped offense. a lot of balls this year. I mean, yeah. I, I think back to every every game we've played. There there have been a couple. Like a couple drops in every game. Now, maybe no, not, every, not every game. Maybe not every yeah. game, but there have been drops week after week where I've been like, oh man, not again. It's Quez. Mm. Okay. Let's talk to Justin right now in Westchester. What's up, Justin? Justin, not ready to go. We go to Kevin. Kevin, you're on WIP. Hi, guys. How you doing? Doing great, Kevin. Hey, um, I just want to mention about the game yesterday. Um, what was the deal with them not running the ball at the beginning of the game? They, they do they do for the first, what, 16, 17 plays of the first quarter, and they're all passed. Well, you're coming into John's wheelhouse. John, go well, ahead again if you want. I <laughs> don't know that they were all passed. Uh, I think that they went into the game called the, the way we call our offense, which is if you see this, it's a run. If you see this. We're going to try to hit him through the air. Yeah. If you see this, uh, Jalen, you pull it and keep it yourself. Look, I was frustrated, Kevin. I was. Oh, yeah. I mean, every time I, I, I listen to Comcast Sportsnet and I hear Jaws talk, Jaws is like uh, he's like gospel. You, you run to set up the pass. Well, that's a big chunk of it, and that's how the Eagles have done a lot uh, this Kevin, year. But it's not all they that called, they did, When they called the runs that were not you know option-based – we weren't having success with that, and that was later. And, and, Remember, yeah, in the first it, half, we didn't have the opportunity to really get anything going because Chicago was hogging the ball by doing a good job of you know maintaining drives with their offense. By the the end of the first half, they, I don't know, they had ten more plays than we did, and they really didn't run that many plays anyway. Yep. Uh, we we just we we didn't have opportunities in the first half. All right, to the phones, and I see a name on the screen. Harkens back to great days in Philadelphia sports television. I know this isn't the real Big Al, but our next caller's he goes by the name Big Al. Big Al and Malka Hill. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Hey, you guys. What was it like to grow up in Philly when you got the real Big Al on Channel Ten, and you're like the little Big Al? Uh, I don't know. In my mind, I was a big Big Al. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, fair enough. He was a great, I'll tell you, man, he was a great sportscaster. I only talked to him one time, but he was a great sportscaster. Anyway, go ahead, Big Al. Well, I'm a, I'm a Big Al to play with the Washington Generals years ago with Meadowlark Lemon and Curly Neal. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we, uh, no wins in 245 losses in one year. 
So a couple Don't questions. Don't take it personally, Big Ed. All right, number one, <laughs> is it true that the Washington Generals won one time against the Globetrotters? They did win uh, one game, and I'll tell you what happened. The Generals were up by one point, okay, yep. and there was like maybe 10 seconds left in the game. Red Klotz, my coach, had the ball, and he was supposed to throw the ball inbounds. The Globetrotter was supposed to steal it and go down and score. Yep. Now, one of the Globetrotters said something to him that pissed him off. So then what he did was he didn't go, go with the program. He threw it into a general. The generals won the game, and there was a lot of meetings afterwards. Was that guy <laughs> fired? No, Red Klotz is the owner of the generals. That's incredible. That is, he's like, I had heard that happen. I didn't know that aspect of the story. That is really amazing, man. Well, well it showed that. Did you know, John, that the, John, did you know the Globetrotters one time lost? No. That no is, idea. That's, that's for, you, you were near, you were at history, man. That's really cool. All right, what do you got? What do you, what do you got on the Eagles? How tall are you, Big Al? I'm only I'm only six four, you know. I'm a, I'm a small Big Al. <laughs> six four shoot, shooting a guard could shoot shoot the eyes out of the basket. But anyhow, wow. hey, you, can you, know you shoot I'm, better I'm, than De Camera? Because he seems to, he seems to think that he can beat uh, professional basketball players in free throws. No, no, well, 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 that I can do. The other thing I said, Big Al, is that I could score ten points in an NBA game. Now, listen, not with ease, with regularity. But obviously they won't cover me. I can shoot. I mean, I can stroke it. So if they don't cover me, ball swung over to me. Like I'll hit four or five outside shots to get to ten points. This I could do that. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I, I, no, it's I think not. I still have the. I think I still have the free throw record down at Atlanta Community College. There you go. All right, now what do you what do you got on the Eagles? Okay, what I got on the Eagles is this. I, I'm I'm concerned about the instant replay where they uh, uh, observe any any person that scores, they they uh, review it. What happened at the uh, New England and the uh, Raiders game was. The guy was stepped on the out-of-bounds line, and they still gave him a touchdown. You can see it. you know. And so what's the purpose of the replay if you're not going to get it right? Well, the purpose is to get it right. I didn't see the sequence you're saying there. I don't, I don't know uh, that play in that game. But obviously, well, the, the listen, the objective, and Al, thanks for the call. The objective is to get it right. Okay, so it's, something didn't, you know, didn't get it right one time. I mean, look, they didn't get it right in the Eagles game when A.J. A- Brown didn't catch that ball. The ball – and by the way, they also didn't place the ball in the right spot. If they're going to give A.J. Brown the catch yesterday, the ball should have been at the one-yard line. That's where it was when he went out of bounds. Instead, they gave the Eagles the ball to the three-yard line. But if you actually look at the replay, he bobbled the ball, and by the time he secured the ball, his one foot stepped out of bounds. So the A.J. Brown catch down near the pylon should not have counted. Just shouldn't have counted. Let's talk to Derek right now in uh, North Philadelphia. Well, I mean, I, I, listen. he's right, but they, give the Eagles credit. They hopped up to the line and got a playoff right away because they knew it might not count. So Jaylen, that Jaylen, I don't remember. Yeah, really? Jalen got him right up to the line. They ran a play, like, really quick. Really? Interesting. All right, let's talk to Derek in North Philly. What's up, Derek? Hey, how y'all doing? Great, Derek. Hey, I, I just got um two points and then one question for y'all. Um, my first point is that with the Chicago game, I don't think it was more the defense of the Bears. I just think it was more of scheming on our point because at the end of the day, you know, when you come to a fork in a row, you either go left or you go right. We was going left at first, and then we got it right, so we still won. Um, point two, I think uh, we should have picked up a power back because Jalen Hurts is taking those hits. Is, you know, at the end of the day, you see what they did to Michael Vick. And then my question is, if we were to arrest our players during the Cowboys game, would it really matter because at the end of the day, if we played after that and played the rest of our games out, wouldn't we see the Cowboys again in the playoffs? And wouldn't it be hard to Maybe. beat the team? Likely. Times? Listen, if the Cowboys beat the Bucks, the Eagles will probably face Dallas in the divisional round. 
unless Washington or the Giants have pulled off an upset in the wild card round, and then the Eagles would face Washington or the Giants. Oh, his phone cut out. James, you 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 messed my brain up today. I came in here, man. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about not playing the players against Dallas. wasn't even didn't, didn't even dawn on me. And James starts talking. Like, yeah. So you're actually seriously considering this possibility? Listen, I'm open minded to it, and I wasn't two hours ago. I'm just, you know. How do you convince? How do you convince the you tell Nick Sirianni? That this is the right route. Well, like, Nick hey, Sirianni is the one that would make the decision. Anything, you don't have it. No, really? You think so? Well, yes. you thought Nick Sirianni wouldn't want to do the, the preseason the way they wanted him to do it. And I don't they think convinced he does. Him to, well, worked out. Look, I it's a Sirianni Howie. First off, it's a Sirianni Howie conversation. Let's start there. It is. In the end, I actually think it would be Sirianni's call. I know you might think I'm crazy on that, John. I think if, if Sirianni wanted to play the players and Howie did not want the players played, I think the coach would get the call. Oh, yeah? I do. What makes you think that? I don't think Howie Roseman would undercut Nick Sirianni in the midst of a 13-1 season in which Sirianni has established enough chops that he deserves the respect to have the pulse of his locker room. Well, if that's the case, then we should expect that we're going out and we're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Not necessarily, because Sirianni's... I guarantee Nick Sirianni wants to go out there and, and actually... Take this. Actually, take the one seed, rather than sitting back and, you know, waiting at yet another week and yet another. Here's week. the part I don't get totally, John. You, the player whose body would be beaten up, wouldn't you be intrigued by the idea of no. getting a second bye week? You're you're getting a bye week. You're gonna then get up. then you're gonna get a third bye week. It, I you don't need all that. You, you want to be out there playing. That's the fun part. You get to go play football. What if, okay, let me ask you a question. What if you what? absolutely are dying to be out there with the starters, with your team, yep. going out there and sticking it to somebody. Let me ask you another question. What if today, and this could happen, there's a conversation between Hertz and Sirianni. Yo, Jalen, how's the shoulder? Banged up. I mean, I can play. I'll, I'll play. But is the shoulder hurting? Yeah, Coach, the shoulder's hurting today. Does that change your equation at all? No, because you could ask that question to fifty-three other guys. Yeah, but he took say, a yeah. I'm I'm hurting today. But he's hurting. We're all hurting. But John, he's he's hurting more today than he did on Saturday. He took a real shoulder yeah, shot, and he'll feel better come you know Friday. Mm, James, you got a, a comment in there, James? You're you're hearing John. Uh... Is this, is this John the old school? Yeah, yeah, yes, we've been through this. We did this thing already. I mean, the whole preseason <laughs> thing. Like, you were wrong. It's okay. You were wrong about it. It's an old school mentality. It's a new world now. Like, we have to accept where we're at. I'm, I'm 100% with you on that, We have to accept that teams will be throwing games in the middle of the well, season. Well, the Eagles do that anyway. It's not the middle of the season. The season's almost over. What are you talking about the middle of the season? There's three games well, left. Well, he's saying before it's clinched. That's what he's saying. Yeah, he said the middle of the season. I got you. All right, well, listen, we'll, we'll continue to bat it around, Jonah Cameron John. I can't wait till Sirianni's asked the question. By the way, he'll be on Angelo's show tomorrow. So, you know. Uh, it'll be fascinating to see what he what he says. I agree. Joe to Cameron, John Rich on WIP. Hey, guys, this Christmas, get her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all with soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas available exclusively at pajamagram.com. Sensuous and smooth. Naturally nude pajamas, they feel just like her soft skin. Even more alluring than lingerie, the texture and touch of these pajamas is so seductive, you'll both love the feel of them. Leave nothing in the imagination with naturally nude 
pajamas. She'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all. And, of course, you can order today at pajamagram.com. That's pajamagram.com. Your order will include a free matching naturally nude nightie. That's a $75 saving on a best-selling holiday gift. And, yes, you will also get free gift packaging. Last year they sold out before Christmas. Obviously, we're getting very close, now six days away to Christmas. So get your order in and get it in, like, right away at pajamagram.com. That's pajamagram.com to order naturally nude pajamas and tell them Joe to camera sent you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.